Hey everybody, I'm Brian Clapp, VP of Content and Engaged Learning at WorkInSports.com, and this is the Work in Sports Podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Coming off Father's Day weekend, uh, always a good time for the fathers in our audience, so thank you to all the dads out there and to all the moms that make them great and all the kids that make them awesome. It's a combined effort. I know that... Uh, my time yesterday was well spent with my kids and my wife, and that is always a good time. So hope you're all doing well. I have some really good topics to talk about today because it's something I feel pretty passionate about. I want to talk about being your own cheerleader. And what I mean by that is we unfortunately live in an environment where you have to be your own advocate in whatever you do, but especially in this ultra competitive job market and the changing world that we're a part of. And this is uncomfortable for everybody. A lot of people just like to work hard and grind it out and do work quietly and hope to be noticed for the right reasons. But that may not be enough. You know, the old school thinking when I was first coming up in the industry is that if you work hard, people will notice you and you'll get promoted or you'll get a job or you'll, you know, get a new speaking opportunity or whatever that may be, whatever that thing you're looking for is. You I mean, I lived this way. I hustled. I worked the grind, you know, late night shift, extra work, volunteer for more. Yes, yes, yes. I'll do it all. But I never leveraged any of it. I just did it. I just hoped and prayed my bosses would notice and good things would happen. And you know what? It wasn't until I started being more self-promotional that good things did happen. It's unfortunate. You wish it was just a world where work hard and you'll be noticed. And that does happen some. But I'm telling you, if you can start to be your own cheerleader in a, the right way, in a respectful and upfront way, this will make huge differences for you. Okay, so just keep this in perspective. And I mean this honestly. Businesses has a, have a different objective than you do. Your objective is likely some combination of feeling fulfilled, making good money, and which provides you the opportunity to do things outside of work that you enjoy. Like some combination of that. I mean, everybody's is a little bit different, but generally we work so we can make money so we can do other things, right? I mean, that's kind of the goal. That's kind of the objective. Businesses have the inverse goal. They want as much positive production as they can get out of each employee to generate revenue and shareholder satisfaction. It, it's, I, I'm not here ca like criticizing capitalism. I'm not on some awful, you know, capitalism is terrible rant. I'm just trying to show you businesses don't necessarily want to see you as more than a productive piece in their machine. It is upon you to be your biggest cheerleader. It is upon you to show you are deserving of more. It is upon you to know yourself, your accomplishments, and your value better than anyone else. All of you sit back and think for a second of people in your industry. And we're talking coworkers, fellow interns, uh, just whoever, right? A lot of times you can look around at the group of people that you are closely connected with and say, that person over there, they've received more accolades despite doing lesser work. And that's likely because they are better at self-promotion and personal advocacy. Not saying you need to be the loudest person in the room. I'm saying you need to do some strategic things to make sure your value is known. 
Okay, so give it, I'll give another example. I know there are people in my space, you know, podcasters in the career development conversation who do far lesser work than I do, but they are way, way, way better at personal promotion. They post videos of themselves. They do quote graphics of the wonderful thought they just had that are mostly cliche. They put pictures of them yucking it up with celebrities and they have huge audiences. Now, I'm not slamming them. They have a built a brand that I haven't. But I am recognizing that this applies to all of us. It's not just you. It's me, too. This concept of factual bragging applies to internship, jobs, opportunities, speaking engagements, anything. You have to be your own cheerleader because there's nobody else out there that's reminding you and saying, oh, yeah, don't forget to mention when you did this. And don't forget to celebrate that you accomplished that. And don't forget to, you know, talk about this thing that you did. Nobody else is doing that. You have to do that. Okay, so how? Well, first, let's start with your goals. You know, if you want to be a national audience guest speaker, well, that's much different. That's a much different approach than if you uh, want a promotion or an entry level job or an internship. You want an opportunity, right? So for this conversation, let's stay focused on the jobs and internships part of this conversation. Imagine you need to be noticed more and someone in charge of decision making needs to be able to see and understand your worth quickly. Hey, you have to be an expert in you again, because nobody else will will key components. Do not be afraid to say what you are proud of. You need to make sure in your conversation with decision makers, whether that's a hiring manager, whether that's your boss, whether that's a boss two levels up, that you are ready and able to talk about things that you are proud of. I remember vividly one time. Gosh, this is one of those embarrassing career moments you look back on. Okay, so I was the news director at Fox Sports Northwest, and the my boss was the general manager of the station. Fantastic guy. I learned a lot from him. Okay. In comes visiting the president of Fox Sports Networks, uh, a guy named Randy Freer. And he was coming up from L.A. He was coming to visit our organization, meet the staff a little bit. And myself, the GM and a couple other people were going to be in a suite at the Mariners game that night. This is what would be a huge opportunity for me as the news director to be able to brag about our accomplishments and impress the person who's in charge of all of it. Right. These are huge defined career defining moments. And you know what? I just wasn't prepared at all. I went there thinking like, we're going to watch a baseball game together. We'll hang out. It'll be great. When he asked me, how are you making a difference there? He actually led me into the conversation. How are you making a difference there? And I fumbled like terribly, like embarrassingly, right? I look back at it still to this day and think, oh my gosh, what, what an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I'm, again, these, these, these episodes, I'm never coming at you from a place of I've got it all mastered. A lot of this comes from a place of vulnerability and understanding where I've messed up. Okay. I should have been able to have five things that I was ready to say that I was proud of that we've accomplished. You can't be afraid to tell people what you have accomplished. It's not bragging if it's based in reality and it's done in a proper timing and manner, right? To escalate these things and to say, here's what we've got going right now and here's how it's worked out well. Or if you're trying to get a new job, to have some discussion points that speak exactly to what they need as an organization and have some proof and things you've been able to accomplish. Don't be afraid to tell people what you've accomplished. Don't be afraid to tell people what you have done to improve yourself. If right now over Corona break, you've done 
incredible things to increase your learning and your capacity and have improved. These are things you need to talk about. These are things you need to share. If it only happens in your mind, yes, you improve, but you don't let it be known to anybody else that you've improved. You need to leverage these moments so often in life. And this is unfortunate. I wish it wasn't this way, but it is about leverage. It is about expanding upon what you've done and known and how you've improved and how you've made yourself invaluable to an organization. You know, you can be subtle in these conversations. You can say, you know, I read this book recently and I was struck by this concept and start a conversation with your manager about it. Right. And then as it's sending out this message that, wow, this person's really reading business type books and looking for ways to improve our organization. Right. That's kind of subtle. You're not just saying like, hey, I read this great book, everybody. You know, like, uh, you know, uh, you're you're using it and, and integrating into the conversation and you're talking about ways it could be used in your organization. Right. That's a subtle way of doing it. You can also be more in your face. You know, in my two years with the organization, my social media strategy helped us increase Twitter followers by 47 percent. Here's what we did. Here's how we got there. You have to be able to share these moments. Because nobody else is going to do it for you. And nobody's going to realize that you are worthy of more unless you do. You have to realize that you're worthy of more. You have to realize that you are valuable to the organization. And you need to be able to articulate that. And I know this is uncomfortable for a lot of you, but you have to start to get comfortable with it. So, tactically, what can you do? Number one, get your own website and domain, get your name if you can, or, you know, add something onto it, you know, Brian Clapp Sports, if I, if Brian Clapp.com is already taken, you know, or something like that and create that environment where everything is there in a one-stop shop so you can direct people to it. Okay. This is a very simple thing that you can do that becomes almost your portfolio. You can put in essentially your LinkedIn you know, your LinkedIn page, you can put in your um, contact information, you can expand upon what you've done and accomplished, uh, give pictures, give videos, whatever it may be. But you build your personal brand this way. Get professional looking social media pictures. I know this seems very old school, but perception does come visually. I like your, your thoughts about somebody come visually. You see someone and you form an opinion. And I don't mean necessarily how they look. It's the professionalism that's used to get to the look, the presentation more than the, oh, your hair looks weird. I'm not saying stuff like that. I don't care about that. Okay. Um, LinkedIn focus here bulk it up, treat it like your personal domain, share accomplishments, post videos, blogs, metrics, contact info. People, including recruiters, will look here. You know, when we do hiring, I go to LinkedIn. I honestly look at LinkedIn profiles before I even request a resume, you know, a lot of times. Um, But let's talk about that too, resume. Resume metrics is something I talk about a lot and I want you all to really, really greatly understand. It is bragging to use metrics. Darn right it is. There is nothing wrong with bragging when it's factual. If you're if you're making things up, if you're being hyperbolic, if you're overstating things, not good, right? But if you are using data to make a point and to reinforce what you've accomplished, that is factual bragging and it's powerful. As an employer, when I look at a resume or a LinkedIn page or something of that nature and it says in there that somebody beat their sales goal by 110%, right? That tells me this person can get the job done. That speaks volumes more than a self-motivated salesperson ready to pick up the phone in a moment's notice. I'd rather hear that you beat your sales goals with Team X by 110%, right? That tells me something. Look for those metrics you can put out there. 
you also need to keep an employment or internship journal. Keep track of your wins. Keep track of the things that you've done. Keep track on where you've become more comfortable. Okay, highlight in there the things that you've done that were winning moments. Keep a Google Doc and a running Google document of it. If you're on an internship, go draw down some notes after each shift. Write some things down because you need to think of these things. When you are in an, an interview or you're talking with your manager, you need to remember these successes. You cannot afford to let them go because if you forget them, nobody else is going to talk about it for you. You have to be your advocate. You have to be your cheerleader. Okay. So if you keep this employment or internship journal, what I suggest to everybody is that you keep track of wins, things you've accomplished, things people have said to you, little notes, little informative things, right? You got this great little file that just keeps you all organized and thoughts about your, your career, right? Now you go to have, you have an interview tomorrow, go back and just read through it. It's going to make things fresh in your mind. Oh, right. I did do this. Oh, right. I did accomplish that. Oh, right. This is a great story of me overcoming a challenge. Now I remember. Refresh all those things in your memory so you can properly brag during the interview process. Or if you're going in for your yearly review with your employer, you can properly brag about the things that you've done. You will forget what you've done if you don't write them down. Please do it. Okay. Now, Remote interviews, we're all dealing with this now. It is, it is harder than ever to brag or be your own cheerleader in a remote interview because you just don't have that same feel for the person across the screen from you. It's just a little different. You don't get to read the body language quite as well. There may be a delay in the audio. There's, there's things that make it a little bit harder. But I'm telling you, people who are excited win. I'm telling you this happens. You're in an interview process, and if you're excited to be there, and if you're enthusiastic about there, and you can explain why you're a positive hire, how you understand their organizational goals, and can help them deliver on them, that you understand their product line, that you understand their goals and what they're trying to achieve, and that you are the right person to help get them through that, and here's why, and you're excited about it, and you have a smile on your voice, and you are like, this is a great moment for me. When you give that off, people want to be around you. It's just a fact. Now, if you have a job right now and are working remote, make sure you also take the time to escalate your wins and your value to the organization. Now, I know a lot of you are out of work right now, and that saddens me. And these are all tactics that will help you get back out there, right? Get you back out there. Update that resume, put in more metrics, start keeping a journal of all the things that you've accomplished, and don't be afraid to share them. Include metrics on your resume. LinkedIn, get your own personal domain. Those are all things geared to help you. If you are working right now and you do have a job and you are working remote, you even more than ever need to escalate, make the time, figure out ways to escalate your big wins and your value to the organization. You want the organization to feel like they have made the right decision keeping you on. Okay. I know this sounds like you are coming at it from a subservient perspective. I don't mean it that way. What I mean though is you have to realize that businesses have cover right now. They can lay people off, they can furlough employees, and no one's writing articles about how heartless they are. No one thinks that they're a terrible organization. They understand because of the times we are in. So if they have not laid you off, if they have not furloughed you, they've kept you on because they believe in you. Make sure you validate that belief and are selling all of your wins. Let them know what you are accomplishing. 
Let them know how you are improving. Let them know that your time is being well spent for this organization and how you are getting people ramped towards the future. I've been interviewing salespeople recently, and uh, one conversation struck me. There, I asked, well, you know, how are you spending uh, the Corona break? You know, what what have you been doing to improve yourself? And they said, you know, I have been going through our CMS system. Their custom. Uh, oh God, no, it's not CMS. CMS is. Uh, uh, content management system. That's what I use every day as a content provider, right? CRM, customer retention management. So HubSpot, Salesforce, Microsoft Dynamics. Sorry, messed that up, but I'm going to keep that in there. I don't like to edit. This is me, raw, whatever, you deal. Um, but they said, like, I've gone back through my CRM and just organized everything and got myself way more organized and prepared to speak with people. I have all my notes better. I have my contact information verified. I am, like, really super organized. And I was like, that's good. That is a productive thing you can be doing during this time. So make sure that you are leveraging those things to say to your organization, this is where I'm continuing to bring value and be prepared when we come out the other side of this. You have to leverage your wins. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Your mom, your father, your professor, your, your you know, greatest cheerleaders in life will not be in the interview session with, with you. They will not be in your yearly review. They will not be when you're interviewing for a guest speaking appearance. They will not be there. It's you. You have to be your advocate. They are not in your Zoom meetings. They are not sharing your metrics. They are not talking about you. You have to be prepared to do that. You have to share your wins and make them feel, make the organization feel like you are an unbelievable asset to their team. That's how you will grow. Now, final point. How do we take this next level? Here's how. Being your own cheerleader also means being the cheerleader for others around you that you believe in. Think how powerful this is for a moment. Not only are you able to share some of your achievements, but you also talk up other people. Maybe you identify someone that is a little less extroverted than you are. Maybe you identify somebody the company is doing really great things, but isn't as comfortable in these environments as you are. Be their cheerleader. Help talk them up. Be their ally. Give them a voice. And that's the type of thing that you're not doing this for any reason other than to help them. But the side benefit of it too is that that's leadership and that's building a team. That's building people and faith and belief in you. And that's powerful. So make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. You're doing it because you want to help someone else have a voice but you're also understanding this puts you in a really positive light as well to share the accomplishments of others and brag factually for other people. That's when it becomes a really powerful tool. I love bragging about my employees to my bosses. I love it. There's nothing I enjoy doing more, right? And that's what you should be looking for opportunities of as well. Everyone, right? Look to those people that you can help boost. All right, everyone, be your cheerleader. It is important in this time more than ever. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I love having you here. Please subscribe, review, uh, rate it wherever you listen. Join our private Facebook group. There's all these great things you can do to continue to be a part of the conversation. And until then, wear a mask. Don't be stupid. 
I'm going out more. I, you know what? I'm going to make a point here. I'm going out more and more now, right? Not 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 crazy. You know, grocery store, CVS, liquor store, that kind of thing. And there are more and more people that are not wearing masks. You know what? My dad fought in Vietnam and my grandfather fought in World War II. They gave ultimate sacrifices. And he fought in Korea too. My God. They made ultimate sacrifices. They put themselves on the line for our country. And all you have to do is wear a damn mask. So put it on. Stop making it political. Protect the other people around you and care about those who are out there and are more vulnerable than you are. It's not just about you. Put on the damn mask. All right. That's it. See you, everybody.